Greetings, I'm Noel Deer. Welcome to today's daily devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter four, verses seven through 15. And if you were with us yesterday, you know that we're in the middle of a historical account, studying a historical account of Jesus speaking to the Samaritan woman at the well. If you weren't with us yesterday, I'll catch you up as we go through today's verses. Let's begin in chapter four, verse seven. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Give me a drink, Jesus said to her. So Jesus and his disciples, they were traveling through the region of Samaria. Now, Jesus is just physically exhausted. So he rests next to a well while his disciples go into town for some food. A woman comes to the well to draw water. Jesus speaks to her and requests a drink. Now, a few things to notice here. First, it would have been really unheard of for a man to speak to a woman in public like this. Men didn't even speak to their own wives in public. So to speak to an unknown woman would have been almost scandalous. And to speak to a Samaritan woman would have been especially more so. So the lesson here for us is that there are no untouchables to Jesus. Though there would have been uh, much cultural pressure for Jesus not to speak to this woman, Jesus chose to do so. Jesus loved people across racial, ethnic, national, gender lines. He loved people despite historical divisions or social expectations. Jesus loved all people. Let's look to verse 8. Because his disciples had gone into town to buy food. Now that's just a little parenthetical note here to help us to imagine the scene that's uh, unfolding here. But it also, I think, points to the fact that Jesus and his disciples paid no attention to the taboos that the Jews had against handling food, uh, eating food handled by the Samaritans. They just didn't give any weight to those kinds of things. Look at verse 9. How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman, she asked him, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And so the Samaritan woman acknowledges the cultural and the religious taboos that would normally prevent a man from speaking to a Samaritan woman. This woman is shocked. Now, without spiritualizing this too much, we have to remember that this is a historical account and not some allegory. But let's note this, anytime we realize how much Jesus loves us, how much Jesus desires to uh, to uh, have a relationship with us, it is unsettling and it is amazing. And that's what this woman experienced and that's what we experience. Look at verse 10, Jesus answered, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Now, when the conversation began, Jesus seemed to be the thirsty one. Now, Jesus begins to turn the conversation to the fact that actually, this woman, she is the one who needs something. She needs living water. Now, she didn't understand this yet, but the living off, uh, the living water that he offered her uh, is forgiveness. It is salvation. It is eternal life. And she will uh, learn that here in the next several verses. Look at verses 11 and 12. Sir, 
uh, said the woman, you don't even have a bucket and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? And then verse 12, she says, you aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and livestock. Now, again, this woman doesn't really understand that Jesus is talking about something different than H2O from the well. Uh, But what she says is important. She's highlighting the importance uh, of the well that Jacob had dug many, many uh, centuries earlier. Uh, People today who live with the convenience of piped-in tap water, like we all do, we have difficulty understanding and appreciating the importance of their daily visit to the well and how that sustained their physical lives. This well was the source, uh, it was the sustainer of her physical life. And Jesus is using that truth to uh, ultimately explain to her that she needs not physical water, but living water. Look at verse 13. Jesus said, everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. Now, there are much deeper concepts here than this woman would have understood at this point, but these are incredible truths. The water of the world, he's saying, whether that's the provisions of the world, the acclaim of the world, the pleasure of the world, the applause or the dreams or the security that comes from the world, all of those things, well, they seem to satisfy, but they will not. The satisfaction of the world is always insufficient, and it is temporary. It is short-lived. Verse 14, he says, But whoever drinks the water I will give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water I give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. Now, I believe the best part of this verse, these two verses, and there's much here to focus on, but I think perhaps the best part is just the word I, I. See, so far in the Gospel of John, the promises uh, of salvation and the promises of forgiveness and the promises of eternal life have all been presented in the third person or in the passive voice. Even if we look at a great verse like John three sixteen, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. It is telling us, it is Jesus telling what another will do. God will give you eternal life. And that's good. That is incredible news. But here, for the very first time in the gospel, Jesus uses the word I. He says, I will give him living water. Jesus will give us eternal life. Now, Jesus tells us emphatically here, that this living water will bring ultimate satisfaction. He says the the water of the world, you drink that, you'll get thirsty again. But my water, this living water, my satisfaction, my peace, my forgiveness, uh, it it will never run dry. Now, this means that Jesus' living water will meet every need that we have. It'll scratch every real itch. It will satisfy every uncorrupted desire It is what we long for. And just as this well in the desert had provided physical life for the Samaritan woman and for the others, Jesus' living water will well up and provide the spiritual life and the eternal life that she ultimately needs. 
Look at verse 15. Sir, the woman said to him, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and come here uh, to, uh, to draw water. Now, the woman still doesn't understand, and Jesus has not fully presented the gospel. There's much more to the story, and we'll continue to look at it over the next few days. But I want you to see one significant thing that has happened with this woman. She now realizes that she has a need. She now realizes that she has a need for more than just physical water. She recognizes that she needs, that she wants living water. That's the position that we need to be in in order to receive uh, the blessings of God, the forgiveness of God. We have to recognize that what we need can only be found in God, and she recognizes that here. So we'll see more of the story as we continue tomorrow and the rest of the week. Friends, thanks for watching or listening. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. That helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, just search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ. Christ.